Welcome to the Dining at the End of the Universe podcast, where we serve up all sorts of spicy conversations of the latest science fiction movies and television shows that we are watching. If you want to find out more about Dining at the End of the Universe, please visit DiningAtTheEndOfTheUniverse.com. Welcome to the Dining Dining at the end of the universe tonight. I am one of your diners here tonight, Scott. And I am Miles P. McLaughlin. And we have a great show for you. Lots of news and some movie reviews. Yeah, and uh, hopefully we're trying to trying to streamline the show a little bit, but uh, there's tons of stuff to cover, so we're going to try and make it in under three hours tonight, Miles. That's, that's asking a lot. That's, that is, but it might be doable, might be doable. We've never had a three-hour show. No, we unlike the guys from uh, the pod- one of the podcasts I listen to called How I Wow, three-hour shows. Goodness gracious! I know, I know. I, they've had them. So, mm-hmm. anyway, but they only do their show once a month. So maybe okay. that's a because you put our shows together, we're probably up to four, four and a half, five hours. Yeah, if we do a show each week, which you tried to do. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we want to welcome you to the diner tonight as we talk about all things sci-fi, and we're excited about that. Tons of stuff uh, on tonight's agenda. Just we're going to start off with some show news and trivia. We'll get into a bunch of little bits of trivia, uh, not trivia, news that we're going to be talking about. Our main focus is going to be, of course, Terminator Salvation and Land of the Lost. Yes. And um, we'll tag something on at the end regarding Wolverine. Cool. Uh, Don's going to make an appearance in the show kind of as an interview. I interviewed him a little bit earlier this week. So that's kind of it. Anything you want to add there? We're all ready to go? Let's, let, let's, let's do this thing. It is a sauna in this room already, and we just shut the door. But we suffer for our work. We do. We, we suffer do. for we our suffer. art. Yes. Uh, we are slaves to the podcasting it's, industry. It's but, either that or you, the listeners, get to hear this wonderful humming sound from an air conditioner. Yeah, and, and you will not find it cool at all. No, it, it, no you'll, it, 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 will, it will bug you. Yes, it will. It will bug us So, so. when we go back and re-listen to it. Anyways, we want to welcome you. Uh, let's start off with some show news. Um, we have a couple of exciting new things. Now, these things are up and running, but they're in development as well. So we're still kind of tweaking them. We have a, an Amazon store, uh, and you can find the link to our Amazon store uh, from the Dining at the End of the Universe uh, .com website. There's links in the show notes that will be at the top of the show notes each week, as well as some links in the sidebar. And it will take you to the Amazon page. Now, why should they go to the Amazon page? Well, uh, if you do buy an item off that page, it will um, our, our podcast will will will, um, will will profit somewhat from that sale, and 
that little bit of money will just help with the expenses we have of uh, and it'll help improve the show in the long run. Right. You know, we'll upgrade equipment. Da, da, da. Yes. But even more than that, it's gonna it's gonna benefit them when they purchase from that. You bought a Star Trek novel where? I, I bought it at Borders and it retailed for uh fifteen dollars and I saved a little because I had a borders card, but um, good chance you might save more on. Well, Amazon. how much did you see it when you went to the Amazon site it through was, ours? It was ten dollars and change. Ten dollars and change when you bought through our store. So, uh, not and that's just the book section. We have three sections on that store. There's books, there's movies, and there's TV shows, and they are all the TV shows and books and not and and movies that we talk about in the show. Yes. So it relates directly to it. So you'll see a changing inventory. Some of the things that are going to be cool for those of you that may enjoy some of the shows we talk about, The Dollhouse, um, DVDs are up for pre-order, and you often get a great discount through Amazon if you pre-order through them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Fringe DVDs, although they're not coming out to September 8th, are available for pre-order both in regular and I was going to, regular definition and high definition, or standard definition, I guess it is. Uh, they're available through that, and uh, the Watchmen's available through that. Mm-hmm. I know that's been out a little bit. Um, Terminator, I think, is available already. The, the uh, second season? Uh, no. Uh, well, I have both the Sarah Connor Chronicles, mm-hmm. both seasons of that, but also the newest Termi- Terminator Salvation has... One of the movie copies is set for release date. I don't think it's being released till December. Okay. But they have it available on Amazon. Okay. And if you want to get in early and you really like the movie, that's a great place to do it. Mm-hmm. And what a better way to to, uh, to get a decent price through Amazon and support us at the same time. And maybe do, some early, Christ- or maybe do some early Christmas shopping too. Right. There's never too early to shop for Christmas in July. Right. Yep. You're always for it. So. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's the Amazon store, and we have another store that we're going to throw at you. This is a store through Cafe Press, and what this is is T-shirts, buttons, and other things with the Dining at the End of, end of, uh, dining at the, end of the Universe logo on it. Uh, and they range anywhere from 10 to $15 for most items. Mm-hmm. And another great way to show that you like the show that you're listening to right now. And you'll spread the word when, wherever you right, are. Right, right. And we're going to try to have at least some of these available at Shore Leave when we're there. But uh, who knows? We might even give away a few in the show in, the, in upcoming shows. A, a prize for answering a trivia question. Oh, yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that. Uh, any more on those two things? No. I think you covered it pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, other, other, other news. Uh, we were mentioned recently in Geek Out Loud. At least someone met. Uh, I had a listener tell us that, the, that we were mentioned sometime in that. And, um, and we always love our fellow sci-fi podcast that actually – uh, mention us on their shows, and we would love to mention you on these shows as well. And by the way, if you're a podcaster and you do a podcast and it's something in line with the whole sci-fi fantasy or something geeky like that, we would love to play your promo on the show. I'll probably put it at the end of the show, but people will be able to hear a little bit about what you're doing. And um, you know, I just believe this is a community where we can kind of support each other. So sure, if you're a podcaster absolutely. and listening to, listening to the show, we would love to do that. Good deal. But oh, by the way, what Miles? What other podcasts are you listening to? Um, Especially science fiction, fantasy podcasts. Probably the one I'm listening to the most right now is Trekcast, and uh, it's mostly exclusive Star Trek. But they do two podcasts a week, um, and one of them they call it the supplemental, which um, they may talk about other things relating to sci-fi. Um, they they've been out since um, late last year. They're recording out of. Uh, 
in Las Vegas, Nevada. One of the guys actually used to uh, work for the uh, theme park Star Trek Experience. Okay. So he is a wealth of good stories as far as things at this theme park. Pe- he has met just almost many of the stars uh, in the Star Trek series and from other shows as well. So uh, very good sci-fi uh, podcast. Uh, so it, it, I mean, we're all fanboys doing this, but sounds very professional. Um, it's good, what they're doing there. So, uh, all right. So that's what you're listening to. One yeah. of the things, one of the things that I'm listening to, and I actually listen to a, a ton of sci-fi or geeky podcasts. Um, one of them is a slice of sci-fi and they just do a wonderful job. I think they even have a show on XM. So that's very professionally done. Mm-hmm. Uh, but these guys are great. They're funny and they're dealing with a lot of news that's happening in the sci-fi world. And they're interviewing some of these, uh, big names, actors that one, I mentioned one of the interviews with John Noble that they had done earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these guys are just really, really good. I listen to geek out loud. Like I, uh, mentioned earlier on the podcast here, uh, also listen to ELR. Extra Life Radio, and they don't just deal with movies, but it tends to be geeky. It's always something a little bit uh, nerdy or something that uh, geeks would just really like. Mm-hmm. So, uh, those are the three podcasts I'm gonna, I'm gonna push. Kind of, yeah. I guess pimp. I was, pimp. I was gonna say, but oh, pimp. Know, okay. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, I'm, I'm a podcaster. Pimp. A podcast. I, that, yeah. Whatever. Well, I mean, I'm going to work my street. I'm yeah. just kidding. And the one I, <laughs> there you go. Well, and the one I, I list to, I mean, they, they're getting some interviews too. They've uh, interviewed uh, uh, Dayton Ward, uh, who has written lots of Star Trek novels. Um, they've um, interviewed some people who people who worked the Star Trek experience, and uh, they've interviewed um, some people who are in the field as far as making props for uh, either Star Trek or for other movies. Uh, also. Um, um, models you could buy online. So, uh, yeah, they're 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 um, you know um, they're, they're growing as far as uh, they're they're uh, um, being out there and uh, getting to interview people and stuff. Yeah, and there are quite a few Star Trek podcasts out there. Yeah, right? this this probably is one. Yeah, but this one, I mean, one these guys that I mean, it, Star Trek is geeky, but it's it, it it's fun i mean they they crack a lot of jokes they're they're very funny um so it's you know um it's very lighthearted it's not too it's not too over the top okay. um even if 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 something gets too geeky they have something called a nerd alert uh, right right which is really cool but uh um, yeah so yeah if you haven't noticed anything that we talk about when i ask miles you know so what are you listening to it's star trek star trek star trek star trek it's on the brain folks it is it is it is in fact just to accent that for his birthday he got I got Star Trek Seen It, the game. Yeah, right. The See? deluxe edition. See, I don't need to say anything more. It's true. I don't. I, I can't, folks, I can't help it. I right. know what I am. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm a Trekkie. I know, I know, I know. I know. And, and, and Scott will be one day soon himself. Yeah, oh, great. It, it, Curse you, Miles. I mean, um, all right, uh, and then next week our show is going to be focused on uh, the Whedonverse. Yes. And that's going to be everything Joss Whedon. And so we want to hear uh, we want to hear what your favorite shows are that he's created. Uh, so maybe some of your favorite episodes or favorite Josh uh, Josh Whedon moments. So feel free to call into the show two six yeah two six two zero six six hundred forty eight twenty four or email us at zogpod at gmail dot com and we'll read those on the air and play those in the air, especially when we get to that segment. So that's what our goal is next week, and just to give you a heads up for that and what to be looking forward to. All right, well, let's move into our trivia and, and deal with the trivia answer to the question that we had last week. Miles, 
last week, what was the trivia question about? Okay, we talked about the reimagining of the uh, um, the Tom Swift series uh, into a movie. Right, because um, this is the first time it's been made into a movie, so we right. talked about that. And we had our trivia question come from this. Okay. Ever heard of a little thing called a taser? It's an acronym for what? The answer was a Thomas A. Swift electric rifle. Right, which, of course, the letters kind of make taser, right? Mm-hmm. And we had three people, three people mm-hmm. actually call uh, uh, write in with the correct answer, and uh, we want to pull their names from a hat. So let's do that right now. Okay, we have a hat, and there's some names in the hat. And, dun, 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 okay, dun, I'll pull this dun, one. Dun, dun, dun. In the winter, winter, the winner is the winner is Joe. Oh, the winner's Joe. So Joe, we will be getting you a copy of uh, the novelization of the Star Trek movie. Of course, we're going to need your address, so we'll have to get get that from you. But I believe I know how to haunt you and stalk you and find you. We have ways. We have ways. Miles has his ways. Congratulations, Joe. Right. Like Miles talk, will be outside your house tomorrow. Like we talked about last week about privacy. Is everything right. ever private anymore? Nothing's private. Nothing private. Know. He knows where you live. Not yet, but we will. Yeah, we will find out. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move into news. What is this news thing they speak of? It's massive! It's big! News. Sci-fi news this week. Okay. We're going to be talking about a bunch of different stuff. We actually divided this up into two different segments mm-hmm. because there were so many good news stories, and we don't want to just do a show just on news stories. So we're going to do what we call news briefs and then get into not underwear, mind you, just short news stories. And, yes. um, yep, we, uh, you know, uh, uh, briefs made out of news. We're not going to ask each other what do we wear, boxers yeah, or briefs. Boxers or briefs, Miles. Um, we weren't going to ask each other right, that. Right, right, right. Freeballing. <laughs> okay. Let's go to the news. All right. <laughs> On to the news. Uh, first bit of news. Miles, you want to do it? Yes, I would love to. Um, we talked about V a couple weeks ago. If you are fortunate enough to go to Comic-Con, um, you will have a chance to see the uh, the pilot uh, of V at uh, Comic-Con. And uh, uh, I believe we might leave a... Um, the webs the website on our show notes. There. Yeah, there's a website to the story there on our show notes, and uh, we'll give you that. But uh, and Miles will hunt you down and find you if you go. Anyways, uh, Most we're making a, we're, we're making a lot of we're making a lot of threats in the show. We got to watch it. We got to be careful. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Next news story: Starbuck Katie Sackoff joins Jack Bauer and Fox's Twenty Four, obviously season eight. And uh, you want to find out more about the story, we'll have a link in the show notes. Uh, but, of course, we're huge Katie fans because of... She was she rocked as Starbuck and Bell Starbuck. Oh, did she ever. She made... She was one of the characters that made the show. There right. were a lot of good characters. But she was one of them you just didn't want to forget. So I'm glad her career has taken off. Yeah. You want to do the next one? Yes. Uh, Michael Shanks, who is no stranger to uh, uh, Stargate fans, he will guest on Amanda Tapping's uh, show Sanctuary. Yes, and have you ever seen any of the Sanctuary episodes? I, I haven't. Yet. Okay, yeah. So it, obviously, they're cohorts from uh, the Stargate universe. Amanda Tapping has been doing Sanctuary. We're on her second season now, and Michael Shanks is going to be guest starring in one of the episodes. And uh, so that's going to be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, if you ask Don, he hated Michael Shanks, but I like Michael Shanks as an actor. I thought he did a decent job in Stargate. But that's and I, and I, and I have yet to get acquainted with the Stargate universe. Right, right. All right. Next piece of news: Abrams, who we of course love because of Star Trek, it, and uh, Tom Cruise are hooking up on a new Mission Impossible. So this will be Mission Impossible Four. Is that correct? Yeah. 
Uh, three, by the way, mm-hmm. out of all of them, mm-hmm. I thought three was probably my favorite. You know, I only saw the first one. I thought it was okay. I didn't see the second one or third one, but I wanted to see the third one because it had um, the bad guy. Uh, I think his last his name is Richard Seymour Hoffman. I think. Oh yeah, he yes, he yes. is good. Yes, uh, Philip. Philip Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes. Yeah, phenomenal bad guy. Yeah, so I, um, I'm gonna have <laughs> okay. to rent that sometime. Yeah, it is. You know what? I drug Don to see that with me into mm-hmm. the theater. I paid his ticket. I said, "You got to see this," and we were riveted in our seats. It was just that good. It was a very good movie. Anyways, I liked it. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Now, has Abrams done the others? Because they say J.J. Abrams will reunite with star Tom Cruise. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know which one. If he, he must have done one. He must have done at least one of them. Probably, maybe probably. it was. I'm guessing the last one. The, I, I would suspect that would be the, you know, cause the – Because it was the best one. Of course, it's Abrams. So how can you go wrong? Abr- but, Abrams, uh, whatever he touches turns to gold yeah, right yeah. now. We'll have to be looking for uh, Matt, Matt Parkman in it because he's in all those movies. Uh, well, did, did you know that in the um, – in the Star Trek movie, we heard Matt, we, we heard his voice. Right, we did. We heard his voice in the car, right? Yep. But all right, uh, you want to sure. bring in the next one? Uh, just a couple of things. Um, we normally don't um, make mention of this because, well, the movies that the Sci Fi Channel usually puts out are well, um, n- not movies, optimal many times. Movies you will not see on the big screen. Yes, and there's a reason you won't see them there. Yes. But, uh, However, we are going to make note of this one because there's two sci-fi notables uh, that are in this in one. Do you um, want to give us the name and I'll pl- roll the trailer and then we sure. talk about it? Sure. Um, um, it's called Star Runner. And it's Ando from Heroes is going to be in it. And uh, also uh, the actor, uh, uh, Connor Trenier, who played um, uh, Trip, Trip Tucker, the engineer on, on Enterprise, is going to be on it. Two renegade smugglers. We're looking for a crate. One unexpected package. This is bad. And a few thousand giant killer bugs. You cannot be serious! Get in. Get out. Try not to die. The girl means everything. We're all trying to get off this rock alive! Star Runners, a sci-fi original movie. Premieres Saturday, June 13th at 9. On the most dangerous night of television. All right, this, you know, okay, it has Ando in it, but I'm going to be honest. Right. Any movie with big bugs lying around, probably, sci-fi. Probably something you're going to avoid. Yeah, it, it is. It's just that there's not much, there's not much that's really going to drag me to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just doesn't, it doesn't appeal. But I'm probably going to record it and I'll, I'll give it a watch. Will I watch the whole thing? If if I don't if I don't get sucked into the story, I'll, I won't. Watch well, I tell it. you what, you watch it, you let me know how it goes, and okay. we'll talk about it, and then maybe I will watch it. Okay, I mean it is space bugs, but it is de- there's definite space bugs in mm-hmm. this. Well, why don't we uh, move into our next piece of news? All right, and that is uh, there's a new app for the iPhone. Scott has it in his hand. Yep, I do, and I'm going to just play some of the sounds for you, hopefully, and uh, hopefully you'll be able to hear it. And I, I could plug it directly in, but I'm not going to. What does that sound like? And what does it sound like, Miles? If you're a fan of the uh, of Star Trek, the original TV series, uh, you and, and if you own an iPhone, you will appreciate this. Uh, there is an app for uh, Star Trek Communicator on the iPhone. Uh, has the cover, the antenna cover on it, um, and uh, it goes to you know. There's a button you hit to go go for your phone, but. Um, it's very spiffy looking. Um, 
but it, so- it sounds very similar to the original Star Trek communicator. And yeah, and it has that look a little bit. Yeah, it has it has the look um, on the screen. It has the the antenna grid cover on it, and um, looks nice. I mean, I wish I had an iPhone now. Yeah, that, you, Miles is going to buy one just for that app. Probably not. But. Probably not because my contract with Verizon is still going still good. On. All right, moving on, and just some other small track news. Uh, just a little rumor control. Um, it was l- rumored that Jack Black might be in the new. In the next Star Trek movie and play, the character Harry Mudd from the original TV series, uh, it, it has been confirmed that that is not happening uh, uh, at this moment in time. Um, it was a rumor that uh, J.J. Abrams did say that he would be, you know, he would not uh, rule out Jack Black being in a Star Trek movie. But, um, but as far as that being a definite that he play uh, Harry Mudd, it, it definitely not. Yeah, that was definitely not. And another piece of news, Sci-Fi Channel. Uh, actually, one of the, we, we kind of trashed Sci-Fi movies, but one of their successes, of course, was Tin Man. Mm-hmm. A lot of people liked this series, Tin Man, and it did real well for them. Uh, and they had a few others that have been kind of good that I've liked over the years. Mm-hmm. Earthsea I liked. I loved The Children of Dune. I thought they did a really good job with that one. Another one that you'll want to keep an eye on is the reimagining of the story of Alice in Wonderland yes. called... Alice. Mm-hmm. Any idea when this is supposed to be out? I didn't see when when it's. No, I don't. I, I assume it's supposed to come out. I thought maybe I saw somewhere earlier when I saw the story. So this is coming out about the same time as Tim Burton's Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. Um, both, which will probably be worth seeing, although one will be a little bit different. It's interesting that both are doing the same the story at the same time. Yeah, that, I, I thought so too. Yeah, uh, I hate when they do that. Yeah, because one's competing with the other one. Well, yeah. I love. love the sci-fi version, you can see it for free on TV. Yeah. All right, and let's uh, do one more piece of brief news, and this is off our good old pal and buddy, Ronald D. Moore. Go ahead. Well, um, Caprica is moving forward. They are <coughs> filming the show as we speak, uh, and um, he uh, thought it was not it was not his idea to release the, the pilot on DVD. That was the execs. Um, right. Colloquially, he thought they were brave doing it. Um, but um, yeah, I don't know. And you can, by the way, you can download that and or not download, watch it off of Netflix or you know order it from Netflix, right. Netflix and watch it. So it's in my queue. I haven't watched it yet. I can just borrow it from you, really. Well, I, I haven't sent it back to Netflix yet. So oh, you haven't? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'll, I'll, I'll get it from him. Go ahead and a few other pieces. And uh, well, just in relation uh, to Ron D. Moore, um, uh, he he was slated to. Uh, to 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 write and produce the thing, uh, he wrote a script. I I, guess, I assume it, it is was turned down. Um, somebody else is going to give the opportunity to write a script for the thing. Yeah, actually, I, th- I thought he said he did the first draft. He okay. did the first draft of it. And now his hands are washed, and whatever they use, they use of it. So okay, I'm just... yeah. And then he had some comments. What in the Battlestar finale? But nothing that we did. No surprises there. No surprises. We talked about this in our it's other show. A rehash. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, it is. Yeah. I don't know if they need more things for news or not. All right, but that's it for our briefs. Mm-hmm. Let's move into our uh, our regular news. The first piece of news. Another actually springboarding off of Rondi Moore. Yeah, Rondi Moore is, is still very busy. Uh, he is doing um, – he wrote a pilot. Uh, it's called Virtuality. And um, it, the, the the idea is it's uh, the, these people that are on a ten year mission in space uh, to um, 
sort of pass the time and just, you know, not totally lose their minds. They have this um, escape to this virtual reality world, but what ends up happening, a computer virus uh, gets in and wrecks havoc, and uh, that's where the conflict will be. Right. And so uh, it sounds like an interesting premise. Yeah, sure. It was filmed last year, and I thought, I could have sworn I thought it was going to be out these next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. But when we, when Miles and I looked before the show, I couldn't find any release date for it. No. And my understanding is that what Fox has done to the show is they have slotted it in a place as the dead zone. They're airing it like on a Friday night for two hours, and they are not looking at picking it up. It's, like, it's almost like they're humoring Rondi Moore. By which, yeah. which kind of irks me because this could be could be yeah. quite good. Um, this is Ron D. Moore we're talking <sighs> about here, but yeah. this but this is um, you know doesn't surprise me that Fox short sightedness. No, it is it is short sightedness in Fox's part. But anyways, uh, virtuality something I definitely want to check out when it comes out. Yeah, me too. Simply because it has Ron D. Moore's name attached to it. Yeah. And I really enjoyed Battlestar, as you, as you know if you listen to other episodes in the show. We're, we're big Battlestar fanboys. Absolutely. And uh, going along with that, we had uh, just a little bit of news from our good friend, buddy pal, Richard Hatch, who, of course, is very well acquainted with Battlestar. Right. Uh, he was in both incarnations of it, and uh, there's a little bit of news that, that we could get a you know a Battlestar Galactica movie. Um not not based on, from what I understand, not based on the uh, TV series or the, the latest TV series of the original, but this would be another reboot. But um, but what he was saying is that the writers should learn from the new Star Trek movie uh, how to, how to, how to make a movie how, how to make this movie. Um, right. So uh, yeah. So he's been, and, you know, Paramount, of course, is in discussions with um, uh, who is one of the original conceivers of Battlestar. They have his name. Here, oh. Glenn uh, Larson? Glenn, yeah, Glenn Larson. So Glenn Larson and Paramount, of course, discussing this. So this is not the Battlestar that we've grown to love through the new reimagined series. Right. Um, certainly not the original Battlestar, but it'll be a new Battlestar altogether. Right. So How will that translate? I, I just think it's going to be difficult to capture the characters that they captured in the new reimagined series. I mean, they're going to have to... S- they're going to have to s- really step it up or it's going to fall flat. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think... What they did with this last one was 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 incredible. I'm really surprised that they're even you know, doing a new uh, a movie based on Battlestar just just shortly after it went off the air. Yeah, it seems it doesn't seem very well thought out. No, no, it doesn't. But we talked about this about Hollywood's just into the whole reboot thing, into the reboot, into the money thing, and so I um, I mean if, if they get it off the ground, I'll check it out. But um, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't. I, it, you know, we'll see. It doesn't sound like Richard Hatch has really has any role in it or anything like that. But uh, he's actually kind of uh, proposing that they do it. What twenty, thirty years prior to it? I haven't read his comments about that, yeah, but, but uh, um, I just think they should wait a little while. Uh, oh yeah, give it some time. Give it some time. Now remember, they're in discussion, so no scripts been written. So the earliest you're looking at maybe two years. Yeah. Um, but maybe who knows? But it just it just blows my mind to think about doing a reboot of Battlestar Galactica already. Yeah, I know, I know. And and Caprica is going to be on the air next year. So uh, yeah, this fall. Well, ne- next fall they have a movie coming out, right? Well, this fall we have the uh, the plan. The plan, one. which is the original cast. Yeah, uh, the, yeah. So 
Hollywood, what are you thinking? That's what we're saying. Mm-hmm. Hollywood, what are you thinking? Yes. But anyways, okay, enough about Rondi Moore. Let's move on into some other stuff. We have a new um, we have a new live action series coming out. There's actually not a what would you call this? A reboot? Not really a reboot. Not a reboot, just uh a li- you know, it's taking a cartoon and making it live action. Making it live right. action. All right, and this is a cartoon. It is, it is a live action of the Jetsons. Meet George Jetson. His boy Elroy. So we have a uh, live action of the Jetsons. How do you feel about this, Miles? Uh, one word. Why? Um, <laughs> now, did you ever watch any of the Jetsons cartoons? I, I did, but not regularly. It wasn't one of my favorites. Um, I, I'm just thinking. I mean, they did this with the Flintstones, with you know maybe mixed success. Uh, they uh, made did they didn't they make two Flintstone movies? They, on? Yeah, there's two Flintstone movies. I've seen parts of them. I don't think I've seen the entire Flintstone movies. Yeah. But. So um, again, it's just you know, it's it's not technically a reboot, but it's sort of um, Hollywood is going to what has been done before, and uh, um, which is not necessarily a bad thing. But they just seem to be doing a, a lot a lot of that lately. It's just using something old. And- yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it could be interesting. I mean, certainly this is space, so. It depends how realistic or hokey they make it. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I think it would work if they don't make the characters look cartoonish. Right. I mean, the, the Flintstones, they, they, they did look very cartoonish. Uh, I think the thing that would make a good Jetson movie is they stay away from the cartoonishness of the type of things that they did in the Flintstones. They make them look like real people mm-hmm. uh, with a real agenda. I think that would work. You're right. I mean, when I when I first heard, I'm thinking they're just doing. Uh, you're just thinking. You're thinking. You're thinking Flintstones. But there's going to be a, 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 a new. And I, I would I would venture to say Garfield was kind of the same way. I did not see Garfield, although mm-hmm. you know I did actually I saw clips of it, and it was kind of that uh, a little bit of cartoonishness to it. Yeah. Um, well, when, when the trailer, I, I just don't think that comics like this translate very well. I know they made Scooby Doo movies. Same type of thing. Well, I didn't see a Scooby Doo movies and it did, did appeal to me to go see it. It, it didn't either, and it didn't. It didn't the, the previews didn't appeal to me. I just think it looks a little bit hokey when they do this sort of thing. This is probably a sh- discussion all unto itself. Mm-hmm. But I do hate when they translate comic, you know, the, the the Saturday morning cartoons into live action movies. I know right. this is a trend, but and you have to use CGI. Well, right, either Garfield or Scooby, you know. To, you get to use CGI to, to make it work. Yeah. All right, let's move into our next story. And this is, of course, the news that... Uh, Futurama is coming back. Futurama is coming back. New episodes.
Anyways, uh, Futurama. So, excited about this? Uh, I'm not. I watch it occasionally. Well, what was your comment? You mean it went off the air? <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, well, that, I mean, that, that tells you how much I follow it. I, right, right. Um, but, but, but it's still been playing on TV. I mean, they've been running the reruns. On Comedy Central and this is a Firefly phenomenon, in my opinion. You have Firefly, you know, which aired during its time. And they finally decide to cancel it, mm-hmm. and then uh, the reruns get this huge following, so much so that they air it again and again and again. It remains in syndication, yeah. and then six years, six years, mind you, they decide, oh, let's bring it back. Mm-hmm. Not a reimagining, nothing, anything. They're just bringing back the series. Right, which it's a cartoon, so they can do... It, it, it's virtually unheard of. Right, I mean... It, they, just don't, they just don't do this much, uh, ever. I guess you could argue that, like, Justice League, there were different incarnations of that, and so on. But they're just uh, picking up right where they left off. Yeah. They're not... I thought that, you know, of the two uh, uh, shows, The Simpsons and Futurama, I thought the Futurama did a, was a better satire, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But I guess you have to be kind of into that. Did you watch much of The Simpsons? Uh, I've watched a, I've watched a few episodes here and there. Yeah. I, um, yeah. My younger brother is a, a strong devotee of The Simpsons. Yeah, you know, and I've watched a few episodes, and I enjoy them when I watch them, but mm-hmm. it's not a show that I make time to go watch. Me neither. Um, but, yeah, whatever. Anyways, so that is coming up and something to look forward to, especially if you're a Futurama fan, and I would venture to say that I'm in that. And guess, I mean, we have to say this, I mean, what network was Futurama on? Fox. Fox. Oh, yeah, Fox is infamous for canceling good shows. Right. So, and uh, actually, uh, was Stargate ever on Fox? Didn't it start out in Fox? Two two years in Fox, and then it was canceled, sci-fi picked up. Is that correct? I, I believe you're right. It started on, on H- It was on HBO for a while, then I think Fox yeah. picked it up. So, we have some Stargate news. Mm-hmm. A new trailer is out for the Stargate universe. Um, I was going to say podcast, TV show that's airing in the fall. And here it is. Channel original series, Stargate Universe. SGU is, uh, is about survival more than anything else. These are real stories and real people with real concerns. We can't continue to scrape by, barely surviving. We can't say for sure that this is going to get you home. The best minds that we have are working on this. It's sexier. It's grittier. It's going to have a different look. It's going to have a different feel. It's going to be written in a different way. If we continue this pace, we're going to die out here. Don't push! We have really dramatic turns with these characters and having the audience really root for them and feel for them. It's human will and, and a story about hope and faith. Now, this is one thing that I'm going to watch. I'm, well, number one, I'm a huge Stargate fan, but this is not your father's Stargate in a sense, right? Um, no, it, it, I mean the the other, the other Stargate, at least SG One, there was a sort of a fun, acceptable campiness to it. Yeah, uh, and you aren't seeing that. This is more. This is probably not an adequate comparison, but this is more like the Battlestar Galactica. It's it, probably taking the same direction. Uh, much more character driven. Mm-hmm. Uh, more realistic, and while there's probably still be some humor in there, mm-hmm. uh, not the happiness of some of the, the older shows. Right, and and I I, I, I will check it out when it comes out too. Um, so it, it looks good. It does. It does. Uh, Lou Diamond Phillips and some of the other actors that I have recognized but I haven't seen in a while, but he's the one I recognize from Young Guns and Me all too. that. But yeah. 
Uh, hasn't done too much recently. Uh, no, he's uh, last thing I saw him in. Well, they're, they're doing this reality series on NBC called uh, "I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here." Uh, so, and he's on that. He is on that. <laughs> so I'm glad he's got this. Yes. Oh man, he needs something. He needs. Right. I mean, he's he's a really good actor. Um, now he was in something that probably didn't get as much press, but I thought was very underrated. Um, you, you remember the what the sci-fi did with the Bermuda Triangle? Yes. That was actually very good. I thought um, had some had some other good actors in it too. Um, but no, I'm glad he's he's in this. This is a, this should relaunch his career or just keep you know at least keep um, him. Well, I guess it depends on how it does. But right. I, well, but we're looking at Stargate. How can you go wrong? I I, I I don't foresee it. You know, I foresee it. They'll probably ha- they'll at least have five seasons or more. Yeah. All right. Well, I believe that's it for news. Anything okay. else we need to mention? No, I think we, we you listeners, we, we gave you a lot of stuff. Uh, and hopefully quickly enough that it's not going to be the whole show. We didn't overwhelm you. So, All right, well, let's move into our topics tonight. Okay. And now for some deep thoughts on movie reviews. All right, we are back. We are really left here, but we're going to go ahead and talk about uh, really our discussion for tonight. We have two, technically three, uh, but two movies that we want to be discussing that we've seen recently or that mm-hmm. one of us has seen recently, uh, and then one that we've not seen, but Don's going to be commenting on, and I'll be throwing that at the end of the show. Uh, Don saw Wolverine, so he'll be giving his thoughts on Wolverine, and he's a huge Marvel fan. So he's probably an expert out of all of us to actually talk about that. True. Um, but he's also going to be here when we're talking about Terminator Salvation and Land of the Lost. And uh, do you want to talk about Land of the Lost first? Yeah, let's 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 I, do that. I, no one, be, you know, I'm not going to give a real long review. It's uh, right now. I did not see this movie. We talked about this briefly last right. episode, and then Don, uh, Don Miles went and saw it mm-hmm. him, himself. They're both bald. So we're both yes, we're both very bald. Very, very, very bald men. Very yes. bald, 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 bald men. But uh, Land of the Lost, um, yeah, it, it lived up to my expectations. Um, it, it is sci-fi in the sense that they deal with time travel and deal with dinosaurs and lizard men. And, and now, when you say it lived <coughs> up to your expectations, how big were your expectations going into this? They were not that huge. Um, I so was, it was pretty easy to meet your expectations, is what you're saying? Yeah, I didn't go in this movie with with with, with, with huge expectations, especially before we saw it. Some of the reviews were not the best for it, and uh, I, I I went in accepting this, you know, it, 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 for, for what it was. It was, uh, I mean, it had Will Ferrell in it for crying out loud. I mean, uh, yeah, that tells you something right then. Right, it's going to be. You know, Has he ever done a serious movie? The closest thing he's ever done was that um, Stranger Than Fiction. Uh, oh, that was, and he was good in that. He was good in that. It was. I loved that movie, he, but he he was not. He wasn't playing himself. You know? No, he was playing. He was actually character acting that. Right, he was fairly normal. That most of the time he's playing himself. In I was going to say elf, but even there, he's kind of himself in it. Yeah, yeah. Right. But uh, no, I enjoyed it. I mean, if, if you're if you like me, watch Land Lost back in the early seventies. Uh, you will see a lot of very familiar things in this movie, and um, but see them up to today's standards. Um, it, it's interesting that in the original Land of the Lost. Um, the the main bad guys were the sleestack, the, the lizard men. They, well, 
what you learn in, when you watch the, the commentaries on TV series, there's only ever six of them because of the budget, they can only afford six costumes. But the way they filmed it, you thought there was a lot more. Um, there was a lot more sleeve stack in this movie. They did move a little slow, but they did look a little more scarier. Um, and the dinosaurs, um, very Jurassic Park-looking dinosaurs um, in this movie. So, um, so it was brought up to today's standards as far as how it was filmed. But it was a comedy. Some of the, 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 the comedy was kind of uh, adult and a little lowbrow. But uh, um, we, we enjoyed it. Um, and like I said, don't go in it with a lot of expectations. If you're a fan of the show... And you want a few laughs, and if you want to just, you know, enjoy some nostalgia, um, yeah, go ahead and check it out. Now, we mentioned that this may not be a show you want to take kids. How did you feel about that? Could you have taken kids, and would they have missed the humor that you call lowbrow? Um, I did see kids in the theater. There's there's a couple of things I, I, I would, you know, think. That you would not have felt comfortable having your kids in. No, I, I would not. Um so, um, so yeah, I mean, it was a PG-13 rating, and I think they put, really, really pushed the 13. Okay. That. Yeah. Okay. Um, just, just as far as, you know, as far as the dialogue. And, 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 but no nudity, obviously. Definitely no, no nudity, but um, you knew what they were talking about. Right, right. So, so um, but we enjoyed it. Um, you know, we probably could have waited until it came out on DVD. Right, but, right. Uh, but you went and saw it. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. We were entertained. I mean, we left, you know, I didn't have the best of expectations, but I was entertained. And, and that, says, that says something right there, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, it um, does. You know, I'm waiting for them to remake the uh, TV series HR Puff and Stuff. I am not, but that's okay. <laughs> Did you ever see it? Uh, yes, I have. Uh, my, my wife is a huge uh, um, Croft fan as far as all the, all the Saturday morning shows. Uh, she has some of them on VHS and a few on, on, on DVD. So um, yeah, not, I can't say I was actually a fan, but man, talk about a drug-induced show! Oh my gosh! And, and, <laughs> and if I heard correctly, uh, my wife told me that um, um, Johnny Depp is going to be in H&R Puff of stuff. Are they? So they are remaking it. Yeah. Oh yes. This is this is. So this, like I just said this off cuff, and and they're seriously remaking it. They they are seriously going to make a, a, a live <laughs> oh my stuff movie. This is, you know, <sighs> it'll be, it's going to be like Chi Chi Chong all over again. The writers had to be on some serious drugs. Man, they, they did. Um, and any any TV show like the Smurfs, where they're like where they're doing it in mushrooms. And, right. Like, come on. I mean, d- definitely stuff that would go over the kids' heads, but uh, right, right, four twenty all the way, baby. Mm-hmm. But, anyways, so, <laughs> so yeah, um, I liked it, but yeah. but you know, it, it, it's, it, it's it's not Star Trek though. I mean, it's you know, it's uh, it's it's Will Ferrell doing Land of the Lost, right, right. So yeah, whatever. I mm-hmm. guess I hear Up was probably the better uh, better uh, one to go see, but. Whatever. I haven't seen up yet. I haven't seen it either. But I do one too. Mm-hmm. Alright, well let's talk about Terminator Salvation. Yes. Well, uh it's probably been out for about a month now. Um it's not done really well in the U.S. It's done I think it's earned. I think the last I saw was a like 101 uh, million. Yeah, is that correct. And, 101 million, which is not 
terrible. No, and it, it, it's it's doing okay worldwide too. So it'll still make money. It's just maybe this was not the best time uh, for this movie to come out right right after Star Trek. I wonder if Star Trek. No, is. I mean Star Trek is. Uh Done very well in the U.S. market and very well worldwide, and, and still is. Yeah, and still is. Um, still brought in eight million this past weekend, I mm-hmm. believe is what they said. So, and uh, I don't know where it is a top one hundred uh, film. No, and I didn't even look at that. I probably had a link in the show notes. I could go and check it out. But but, it, 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 but see, you know, it 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 it's still it's still making lots of money in theaters. But uh, but back to Terminator. Um, yeah, first impressions in Terminator. Um, I liked it. I probably you know. I'd probably give it a B plus. Um, prob- I'm probably going to be in kinder to it than maybe some people would, but uh, uh, you know, great special effects. Uh, I mean, they did spend the money on on the on the effects and and the Terminators. Um, um, probably, um, it's interesting that the actor who played and I, forgive me for getting his name, but the actor who played Kyle Reese also plays Chekhov. Um, That's right. And uh, what is, I thought was very notable about him was. He's he's really Russian, but uh, he did a pretty good job with an American accent. If if you didn't know he if he he was Chekhov in Star Trek, you wouldn't have known he was Russian. So I, I think his acting was really really good. Um, what's probably you know uh, I'm going to be uh, the John Connor character was was the was I think they're trying to be the main focus, but what I think ended up happening is the uh, Marcus Wright character. End up the infiltrator, right? I'm sorry. The infiltrator. The infiltrator. Yeah, uh, the Marcus Wright character. Um, yeah, I, definitely. You know, unfortunately, I, I would agree with many that he, he his character did upstage uh, uh, John Connor's character, and I, and I thought Christian Bale did a decent job uh, with the part. Um, and I think having him there kind of gave Terminator some more legitimacy as far as uh, you know being a, a being being a serious serious movie and uh, having some some weight as far as uh, uh, people who were in it. Uh, um, Helena Bonham Carter had a uh, small role in the movie. And she is? Um, she is she, she, she's an actress. She's done tons of stuff, but she, she's married to Tim Burton. Um, she, she was in that movie uh, Sweeney Todd with uh, uh, Johnny Depp. Um, she, she's done a lot of period movies. Um, one of the bigger movies she's done in the States was uh, Fight Club. Uh, she's oh, okay. Brad Pitt's girlfriend, um, uh, but she, she's done tons of stuff. So she had a small role in this um, as well. So they had they had some had some good people. They had some notables. They had, notables. They, they had some notables. Um, great battle scenes, I thought. Um, uh, warning is a little bit of a spoiler alert, but uh, we get to see our old friend Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, no surprise. That was all over the net that he was going to be in it anyways. So. However, I, I think it's it, you know it's not. It, I think what it was is he gave them the approval to use his likeness um, because the, the seed, because you, you see the appearance of the T-800 at, towards the end of the movie with his likeness on it, and it's definitely him, you know, 25 years ago or so. Um, right. So um, they used some CGI to make him look younger. I'm but, sure. But they pulled it off really good. I mean, you know, you saw him, and he played it a lot. They did a lot of homage at the end, you know, towards things at the end of the movie. Um, as far as um, uh, well, I'll just you know, talk about it. Uh, they used hot metal to kill the T one thousand. They used um, hot metal to immobilize the um, 
the T800, and you just you see lots of stuff that are just it just, just throwback, screaming homage to um, the second film and some things to the first film. Um, but um, this this may have been a movie I could have waited till it came out on DVD. Um, I, I was really, you know I probably had you know there was a little I, I thought it probably didn't live up to its hype. Um, yeah. But I enjoyed it. Um, not gonna, you know, it wasn't, wasn't a bad film. It's just um, they probably made some mistakes as far as the Marcus Wright character, um, his performance and his role in the movie upstaged um, John Connor. But it's interesting that the actor played Marcus Wright. Uh, I don't know where he's originally from, but he's playing an American. And there are times his accent slips out. You know he's not really an American. Yeah, we thought he was Australian because everyone's coming from Australia these days. And they're playing Americans. Right, and they're playing Americans, right? right. So uh, Damn Aussies. They're taking all the good jobs. They're taking jobs. over the world. But anyways, uh, well, let's hear a little bit about what Don had to say about his experience with Terminator Salvation. We may stop this interview kind of midway to kind of talk about some of the things. Mm-hmm. And so, Miles, just give me a thumbs up when you want to do that. We'll do. And uh, here it is. Tell me okay. about so, Terminator Four. Terminator Four. Okay. Terminator so Salvation. Okay. Now you watched the other Terminator. I, I did. No, well, no, I did not see three. Which I heard was kind of iffy. Actually, tr- okay. Truth be told, I saw. <laughs> I did see the scene in three that Arnold paid to put in. Right. Like they were going to cut it, and he said, "No, no, I want it in." And so then they were like, "Well, we don't have the money," and he's like, "Well, I'll pay it because I want the scene in." I saw that scene. Okay. Why did you other, see that scene? I, I forget it was like on a newsreel or something. Oh, YouTube or something. Yeah, yeah, okay, something like it. that. So um, I saw that scene, but the plot, I know nothing about the plot of 3 or, or anything about 3. So, um, but, you know, clearly I'm pumped because I'm into Sarah Connor Chronicles and it's not going to happen anymore, which is sad. <laughs> so, so I'm like, okay, this is my last, like, um, Terminator kind of fix for a, probably a while. So I went to see it. <clears throat> it's a little confusing time-wise, t- timeline-wise, because I, I'm, I, I wasn't sure if it was a, a prequel or a sequel when it, when it first kept rolling. And then, and then I realized that it's really a sequel because it follows, you know, the first movie was when he wasn't even born. Then the second movie was about when he was a kid. Third movie is about when he's a teenager, almost in his 20s. And so then there's this, here's the fourth one, and uh, Apocalypse, the uh, Judgment Day has happened, and he is now just becoming this rising leader within right. the resistance. All right, you want to comment a little bit on the timeline. Yeah. This and is by the way, just let me clarify, you're hearing a little bit difference in the recording quality, because I'm recording it with just an open freestanding mic in the porch while him and I are talking. So I don't know if you heard the airplane kind of go overhead there. You'll hear some cars pass by. Uh, but I did thought I thought it was valuable just to get his input into it as well. Sure. So it's kind of the way we recorded. Anyway, talk about the timeline. This would have this is where seeing the third movie would have helped. Um, now the third film was not as good as the second and first one. It wasn't a bad film. It's just um, it, it was just not not as good. Um, however, uh, what it did though is establish was that in the in the second film, uh, Sarah Connor, John Connor, and and the Terminator appear to have destroyed Cyberdyne and, you know, destroy the T-8000 and then eventually destroy the chip in the, uh, in, in, in the T-800, Arnold Schwarzenegger's character. You think, you think Skynet is, is going to be done away with? You think Judgment Day has is, is, is really been averted? 
Well, in the third film, we find it's not. Um, in the third film, uh, two Terminators are sent back uh, in time, one to try to kill John Connor and several resistance, future resistance members, and the other Terminator, Arnold Schwarzenegger's character, is to protect uh, John Connor and the woman who will eventually be his wife. Um, they do not prevent Judgment Day. As the Terminator says, you didn't, you didn't prevent it, you just postponed it. So the fourth film is just taking, um, is just coming right after, after Judgment Day. Uh, they actually depict Judgment Day starting um, in the third film at the end of the movie. Uh, John Connor's last lines were, it wasn't our job to stop Judgment Day, it was our, day, it was our job to survive it. So um, the fourth film is taking place like 15 years after Judgment Day happens. Okay. So that, you know, Don, if you get a chance to listen to this, that, that's what's going on. All right. So it, it does follow that timeline. Okay, here's the big problem, and I did have a discussion with someone else, and, and we're mutually agreeing. There's an inconsistency in technology. Now, not that we know a lot about uh, Cyberdyne technology or whatnot, but there there is clearly an inconsistency. Because they create this um, pre-judgment day Terminator called the Infiltrator. And what's amazing about him is he looks like you and me. Right. This is, Sam, this is Sam Walton's character. Yes. Right. And by the way, Sam Walton, I haven't seen him in anything else. Great actor. I heard he's phenomenal. Phenomenal. Like, best best actor in the whole movie. Yeah. Even even better than Christian Bale, because Christian but, Bale was really playing Batman in Terminator, and that wasn't really working for me. Right, right, right. Did you like Christian Bale in, in Terminator? It, no, because he was trying to play Batman. Okay, right, it wasn't, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So that, so that raspy voice. And yeah, yeah, like yeah. Get over it. Um, right. It's whatever. So, um, the, okay, but back to the inconsistency. So Christian Bale was an identity crisis, is what you're saying. All right, well, let's talk about that a little bit. What was your impression on Christian Bale in this movie? Don's kind of uh, saying we have him playing Batman in a Terminator Salvation movie. Maybe he was playing Bruce Wayne if Bruce Wayne had to become a resistance leader uh, um, because I didn't hear the raspy voice or trying to disguise who he was. Um, I think the problem that Christian Bale had was he's playing another American, um, very similar. Batman is very iconic figure. John Connor in, in the Terminator mythos is a very iconic figure. There, there's going to be some similarities. Um, and, and also, Christian Bale, I mean, he, the two guys that played John Connor in the past, totally different you know, guys than he was. Uh, Eddie Furlong played played the young one, the younger John Connor in the um, in the second film, and as he got older, you know, looks nothing like Christian Bale. Um, um, uh, I think the guys, the guy who played him in the third film, Eric Stahl, um, not a, you know, just a different, di- different type of guy. So, um, so I think Christian Bale may have had some challenges as far he had to make this character his own, and so maybe he was a little guilty of falling back on what what maybe seemed a little familiar, but I don't think he was necessarily Batman. Um, but um, so I, I don't know if I, you know, with respect to Don, I don't know if I'd agree with that. Um, now, as far as the technology goes, um, it seemed like what they did with with the Marcus Wright thing was um, I don't I have to see, maybe see the film again. I, it seemed like that was a developing project. I mean, um, 
at this time, I'm, I'm not, you know, probably most of you have seen it, um, but Marcus Wright in present day, he, he is a, a prisoner on death row. He, he gets executed, but he signs his body over, you know, he agrees to sign, you know, to basically give his body over to Cyberdyne to experiment with. Um, and it seemed like that was a developing project. When we see him, he's, sort of, he's laying on a bed, he's sort of in stasis. Um, but the technology seemed to, um, I, I, th I think as far as, uh, I, I'm not worried so much with the, the, the technology. I think they, were, they did okay with that. I mean, they still had, you saw some, um, the, T, the T-100s, which were the first Terminators. They were these basically small tanks with, you know, with machine guns that we saw in the third film. We saw some of those in this film. Um, the T-600s were one of the first robotic um, foot soldiers and even used as infiltrators, although they were very imperfect. They, 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 uh, we even saw some of those in the film with, with human clothing and kind of rubbery skin. And then, then later in the film, we saw more of a perfection of the, uh, the infiltrators with uh, the T-800. So, so I, I'm not sure. Um, I didn't see that as an inconsistency. All right, right. And right. also we have to remember that, that um, Judgment Day, the, the timeline has been changed because they did delay Judgment Day. Judgment Day would have taken... So this is another thing where time travels kind of alter things. T yes, time travel alters things, and um, and, 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 and so that, that may be, the whole Marcus Wright thing is probably a result of the whole... Well, because, you know, Judgment Day, you know, was averted. Um, the whole Marcus Wright thing would have never happened if uh, Judgment Day wasn't postponed. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay, good. Back to okay. the Back to Sam Walton and the infiltrator. So here's this. This is what I, what, what's, and it's probably what, why I was thrown off in the timeline was because here's this infiltrator model and it's pretty high tech. Like, I'm like, wow, this must be pre T1000. Remember T1000 is the Terminator, the liquid Terminator. That's T1000. Mm -hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger is T800. Right. And then there's, and in this film there's a T600, which is the current model of Terminator they're using to kill the humans. Right. Is the T600. That's the most, like they're all over the place on the planet. They have not created the T800 right. or the T1000, right. but they've created this infiltrator, this Sam Walton character. And it's really confusing because his technology is clearly advanced, but it's in the middle of this unadvanced Cyberdyne technology. So it would make more we're, sense if the T-1000 was around. Right. Right. It would, but they're not. And and then the hunter-seekers that are around, like, are, like, are another confusion in technology because they have these amazing robots that drop out of the sky and they're, like, giant, almost transformer-sized robots. Right. Who have, like, motorcycle robots spitting out their legs and big guns spitting out their arms. Like, I'm like, wow, that's amazing. But, and so is the infiltrator, but then the T-600 is a piece of junk. Like, it's like a tank. It can't run. It can't move fast. It's, like, big steps. It's got a nice big gun on it. Not really anything impressive. Right? So then, so so that's just all, like, and here's the other problem. Well, I have. let me ask you this. Okay, go ahead. Do we, do we do? Okay. All right, I'm going to stop it there. I kind of caught myself in mid-question there. Okay. But I want to talk about a little bit about, uh, you know, something you want to say. One of the things that I also want to say, uh, do you think they were trying to capitalize on Transformers? Um, no, I mean, I've, I've heard that accusation before. The, the, the robot doesn't transform. It's just huge. It's just a huge robot. Um 
again, what we have here, the timeline has been slightly altered because they postponed Judgment Day for some years. Um, but so Don's also, being too literal. I, yeah, maybe he's being a little too literal, but also just we, 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 we all have to realize is the other movies didn't deal with post-Judgment Day much. I mean, um, Yeah, it took place like present day, right? All right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. it took the first film in the, in, in the mid-'80s, the second film in the mid-'90s, and then the uh, most recent film, you know, early 2000s, something like that. Um, but this is post-Judgment Day. It's like 2018, I think, if I'm reading right. But um, So we've we never seen much of the post-Judgment Day world. We've only we never seen suggestions of what what Skynet can do and all its capabilities. Um, so that doesn't. I mean, I don't see that as an inconsistency in the technology. I see that as well. We just never saw it before. Um, right. It was, it was you know they didn't feature that in the other films because they were dealing with things with uh, present day and not with you know in, in the post apocalyptic uh, post judgment day uh, world. Okay. Well, cool. They should have just rebooted the series. I mean, everyone's rebooting stuff these days. If they'd have rebooted it, it would have been, it would have been updated more. the technology. Yeah. That then, then you don't have to deal with the old clunky ones from the right. old movies, right. right? Right. You can deal with right the regular. Yeah. yeah. If they okay. would have rebooted the series, it would have flown much, flowed much better. Well, now let's talk about that. Uh, when you think of Terminator, what do you think of? Arnold Schwarzenegger, and you think of the T six hundreds, right? The, well, the clunky ones. The clunky, well, yeah, and it's what defines kind of one of the things that defines. So we're talking about rebooting it here. Uh, maybe it would have you know done well with a reboot, but well, this this film was a continuation, right? Of, of it the, wasn't meant to be a reboot, right? And, and this is where you, you need to see Terminator three to help give you the backstory, right? Uh, I mean, they use different actors to play the John Connor and Kate Connor characters, but. Um, but the ideas, uh, what happened in the third film, have an impact on what's going on in the fourth film. Right. right. So, um, so yeah, there, there's no, um, you know, you just need to see Terminator Three. Right. And the flowing too. And, and, and the, the the series had a, a gathering. So, like, it's the people who are watching Sarah Connor Chronicles who are coming to see Terminator. So, right. so, so anyway, so so I have that problem with technology. The other problem I have is. Um, for whatever you know, and I don't, I don't know much about post-judgment day uh, geography of the planet. Yeah. But apparently, there are places Cyberdyne doesn't go. There are like these safe zones where humans live, and Cyberdyne doesn't attack them. Like it just randomly doesn't go there. Like, and and maybe it's me taking my Matrix world and mixing it with my Terminator world. But I'm thinking if you're a machine. You could pretty much kill 24-7. You don't really need to stop. Or not go somewhere and kill. <laughs> All right, you had a comment you wanted to make on that. Well, um, as far as like the, the Resistance's base, um, one thing they had in the film, they basically had landmines that surrounded it. Um, but they had them rigged in a certain way that um, even if a human stepped on them, it wouldn't go off. It, I guess it either responded... I think they, they, they were... They, some kind of magnetism or something like that, because what happens when when um, uh, Moon Bloodgood's character and uh, uh, Marcus Wright go to the Resistance base, he stands on landmine. And he's got a metal skeleton, so he so it blows up. Um, but so that would have protected them from at least a, a land attack. And I think 
I remember correctly, they all they also had some anti you know, aircraft guns. Which are, which is what I suspect. Well, that's what I suspected mm-hmm. um, that it had to be something like that. Mm-hmm. Although, again, you read the prequel, and the prequel we don't see that. You see it happening within the city, right? Um, right. And um, they're also on the, kind of on the run, also. I mean. Right. Right. All right. Moving along. Right. But, and I'm just confused about there. I mean, we're talking like huge, giant safe zones where like. The resistance has control of uh, airplanes and tanks and submarines and you know all this huge military equipment that they're clearly on some military base where Cyberdyne doesn't go. Are these bases protected? That would be logical why they couldn't get there. Maybe, but they don't tell you that. Yeah, I, I, I read the prequel <laughs> book. Miles and I both read the prequel book. Okay. Loved it actually. Right. And in there, they are functioning in actually one of the cities and they have these hangars and stuff with these potholed runways that actually makes kind of sense okay and, there, and there's some protection there's some guns right. and stuff and I just started reading the novelization of the Terminator Salvation right. since I probably won't see it until I get it out on right. DVD right um, it'll be interesting to see how that compares and where that fleshes that out I know for example when I saw Revenge of the Sith I read the novelization prior when I went there it just fleshed the movie out in a whole other right, way. Right, it did, because you liked Revenge of the Sith originally, and I did not. Right. But, but the book... It, it took me a while to like yeah. it. Yeah, and so this, I'm wondering if reading the book and seeing the movie, I'll be like, oh, Maybe. this is awesome based Maybe. on that. Maybe. But Maybe. if I didn't have the book background, yeah. I'd yeah. feel kind of empty. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, and it was um, the ending. Should I, should I spoil it with the ending? Well, most people who saw it are going to see it. Okay. And then you, if you want to okay. spoil it, spoil it. At the end of the movie, uh, John Connor is. This dying. has been out what three weeks, three, four weeks at least. Yeah, at least. John Connor is dying. His heart is failing. Right. And um, he, uh, the infiltrator, through the whole inf- the movie, the infiltrator does not know what he is because Cyberdyne has not activated his uh, connection to the network. Right. So he is working independent of Cyberdyne, and he's kind of discovering who he is and he's actually helping the resistance right okay so in the end of the movie there's a big battle at cyberdyne and he gets reconnected to the network and he disconnects himself he reaches into his brain and pulls out the chip that connects him to the network Uh so now he's good and he'll stay good they don't have any influence over him okay and so he's now helping John Connor, and they're you know kind of blowing everything up and getting. But he out. knows who he is. Yes, because they kind of rip. They hear the one right, seen the right. trailers where they kind that, of rip That's in the show. middle of the movie. Like yeah. he has to come to grips with him being half human, half machine, that, which that, is a great. That sounds like the better storyline. It really is. <laughs> it <laughs> really <laughs> is. Like John, Con- like my one friend told me, John Connor could have not been in that movie, and it still would have been a great. Well, movie. it sounds like a and, great movie, and I, have, I agree. It's the story of Sam Wong. Right. So in the end. The great, the redeeming quality of the the infiltrators, the Sam Walton character is, John Connor is dying and needs a heart, and the infiltrator gives him his heart, and so and he the infiltrator dies. dies. Well, you believe he dies, and then John Connor lives because of what the infiltrator did. Wow. Yeah, it's a phenomenal. The ending is really good, but really, my focus in the movie was on the infiltrator. That sounds they, phenomenal. They could have had a monkey playing John Connor. I wouldn't have cared. Right. Yeah, it was it was and that guy I found out later that that guy who played the infiltrator Sam Walton is playing um the mighty Thor 
in the Marvel movie. Oh, okay. He's playing Thor. So okay. I'm kind of excited about that because that'll be cool. Marvel fan. Yeah, so, yeah, of course. And he was. I, I've never seen. I don't, like I went on IMDb. He's not been in anything. This is his yeah. Voice. He's kind of out of nowhere. Yeah, so. and he's you know great. I mean, not Oscar winning, but he was. I was he, he has a face of 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 Christian Bale a little bit. A little the, bit. The stockiness yeah, of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, it was. It was because I'm always like lusting after Christian Bale's face. Right, right, right. You know me. So again, like, oh, I, I would be, I, you'd be totally fine waiting until DVD. There wasn't any, gonna... like, you know, big screen kind of stuff. It really wasn't. Yeah. So. so is that it for Terminator? Yeah. Okay. I wasn't really. All right. So that's basically the interview I had with mm-hmm. Don. Any other comments on Terminator based on that? Um, I, there, to some degree, I would have to agree with Don. Um, I don't know if I'd go so far as to say if John Connor was not in the movie, it would still be a great movie. Cause or if a monkey was playing him. Um, right. You would have noticed? A little. A little. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Christian Bale's acting was, uh, um, you know, he would have you know done better than the monkey. Right. But, uh, but he is right. I think that the although the Marcus Wright character was very interesting, um, it did upstage the, the, the importance of the, I mean, the right. John Connor character right. in this, and um, that's why I think, in some ways, that's why the movie didn't succeed. They just um, um, because they, they, I think they probably should have just kept the focus on John Connor, um, um, and and not on this uh, uh, infiltrator character. As interesting as it was, I think it kind of worked against it um, uh, because. The focus should have been on John Connor and, and the resistance, and, um, and it was just too many good ideas playing out in one show. Right, and there, there's an expression, you know, too many cooks spoil, spoil the broth. I think that's what this uh, this okay. was. Uh, there's too much stuff going on, and uh, but it was. I mean, but you know, I think if you see it on DVD, you, you know, you it's worth be, watching. It's, it's it's definitely worth watching. And I definitely want to see more Terminator movies. Uh, right. I still enjoy the series. Uh, hopefully, and enjoy the universe. I enjoy the universe. Hopefully, right. they'll keep it going. Um, again, very sad that the Sarah Chronicles are uh, off not, the air. Off the air, not to be renewed. Yeah, I saw a brief review with the, uh, or a brief talk with one of the directors of it, who was a little bit peeved that Dollhouse, which was rated lower than Sarah Chronicles, yeah. actually, you know, got. But, Got a reboot. Or but, the re- uh, it was, second it, season. It was a question of just dollars and cents. I mean, uh, uh, right. It is. Anyways, so I believe that's it for our reviews tonight. We, we're going to have a review that I tag on to the end of the show on Wolverine with Don. But I'm not going to put that in right here. Mm-hmm. Why don't we move on into trivia? All right. Okay, this is our trivia question for this week. All right. Well, since we are going to talk about the Whedon universe. Uh, oh, yes. Next week. Don't forget, if you want to discuss your love of Whedon and anything else that he's done, any of the shows he's done, please call in. We want to hear your thoughts. But go ahead. We have the trivia now. Go ahead. Well, it, uh, one of his most uh, prolific series, um, in the Firefly TV show, um, what was the name of Jane's gun? Ooh. So, um, 
I just want to say it right now. I know, me too. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, um, you would have had to have enjoyed and uh, been a Firefly fan to maybe pick this up. Yep, ooh, that's a hint. But we said that before. But. Right. Well, we're not. And, and uh, for the prize this week, we're gonna we have another copy of Power Psycho to give away. We mm-hmm. gave away a copy of this on an earlier show. Kevin Kresge won it, and we want to give away another copy of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, this will be our prize for next week. So if you know the answer to this and want to be in the running, we will be pulling names out of a hat randomly for those people that actually answer to win. Again, we had three winners this past week. Joe, Hearn, and Paul all answered this question correctly. Uh, unfortunately, we can only give away one book, right. um, and we'll go from there. But I uh, just wanted to you know, put that out there that we'll be giving away a copy of Parapsycho by Daniel J. Bohannock, and uh, we'll have links in the show notes and all that for that. Okay. All right. Well, I believe that's it for the show, right? Right. And so until next uh, time. Well, let's, uh, why don't we tell people how they can find us? Okay. Uh, and, and let me say this. Regarding the trivia, two ways you can get that trivia information into us. How can they contact us with their answers to trivia? Don? You may call our number at uh, 206-600-4824. And we would love, we'll play your voicemails on the show when you do that. Mm-hmm. Or you can email us at uh, zogpod at gmail.com. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that would also work. Or you can Twitter me. And uh, the way you can find me on Twitter is under Herzog, H-E-R-T-Z-O-G. And, Miles, they can also find you. I am on Twitter also, uh, Son of Wharf at Twitter. Yeah, and, they can, and you can find him on Trekspace and, and Facebook. Facebook and yep. any social networking site that's out there almost. Mm, no, that, 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 that's the limit. That's probably the limit. That's yeah, enough. That's, that's enough, That's right? more than enough, yes. Right, right. Well, anyway, thanks for listening to the show. And again, stay tuned for the uh, interview I have with Don at the end about Wolverine. But uh, until then, we will see you next week. Until then, until next time we, we uh, have a chance to do this, uh, good night and good luck.
you saw Wolverine. We haven't talked about Wolverine. We did talk about Wolverine. I didn't like it. Because I'm like a Mar- Marvel storyline kind of guy, and it didn't follow Marvel storyline. Okay, so tell us why you didn't like Wolverine. Because my, I think Miles will be talking about that tomorrow, or Thursday night. Really? I thought we talked about it. Well, you, you said you were going to call in. You never called in. Oh, I called in incorrectly. Right. And then I never called in. You left a funny voicemail messages for, 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 so, for someone, someone else to pick up. Okay. Like, okay. I, I'll tell you why I didn't like Wolverine. You know, I'm okay with them going off kilter a little bit. But the Wolverine storyline was so off the original comic book origin, I couldn't take it. Sabretooth is not his brother in any way, shape, or form. Not his brother. Like, right. not. And Deadpool is not created, like, doesn't turn into a Weapon X kind of character. He is not. He is Deadpool. And that's all he is. And he can do this and this. He's not something that the government took and turned into, like, the new Wolverine or whatever. Like, he is not. And so that kind of ticked me off. I was the to getting into minute detail. The the mutants that they have caged up in wherever that is. Um, I'm pretty sure that I saw um, Quicksilver in there. Well, Quicksilver's an inhuman. He's not a mutant, so he really shouldn't have been in there. And all he's not even from this planet. Right. And yet they had him in there as a mutant. I'm pretty sure. If someone wants to call in and question me on that, they can. But I'm pretty <laughs> sure I saw him in there with the rest of the mutants and. He's not. Right. But anyway, so that kind of like that kind of inconsistency frustrates me. And I'm sure Stanley's like, I don't really care what you do with it. I'm making a lot of money. Right, 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 right. So. Did you feel like it was a good... If, if you could have separated yourself from what you know of Marvel... Right, right. Was it a good action movie? It was not. I thought there could have been more. Oh, you thought there could have been more? more? A little more fighting with Wolverine. The fight at the end was pretty lame on Three Mile Island or wherever that was. Like, that was kind of... Like, I just thought there could have been a little bit more... Like, there was one great scene with Deadpool in the beginning, and that was it. I would have liked to have seen a little bit more Deadpool, a little bit more Gambit. Like, there just wasn't a lot of it. Like, not impressed with the action at all. Like, right. Could have done a much better job. But we'll see. The next X-Men origin movie, from what I'm aware of, is Magneto. Magneto. Right. That should be interesting. His character, like, we'll see. Like, well, we'll considering see. what they did with this. Are know. they going to make it now based on how well? Yeah, I don't know. Our... There's talk of a Deadpool spinoff, but I don't know, because, uh, you know. But we didn't. Did you go see, You saw that with me, didn't you? No. Saw, uh, Deadpool. Wolverine. I didn't see Wolverine. You didn't see Wolverine? No, I didn't. Uh, One of those I didn't get to. Yeah, like, apparently the the trailer after the, the clip after the credits, there was two different ones. So I saw one and somebody else saw a different one. And so that was kind of frustrating. I was like... You gotta see it again. No, I'm not gonna see it. Yeah, I assure you. I don't even think I like. I own all three X Men movies. I don't think I buy that one. No, I'm not a big. I wasn't. That's a, what you're getting for Christmas, right? Yeah. I wasn't really a big, huge fan of Hugh Jackman playing Wolverine originally, and so see, I like the most Wolverine. I was waiting for him to break out in tune or something eventually. Oh, dude, I've never seen the guy on Broadway. Have you seen him on Broadway? No, but he hosted the Tony a couple years ago. Yeah, And he sang a lot. When oh, he and he, he actually hosted... He did a really good job hosting the Tony. Right Tonys. before Wolverine, what was it, Oscars this year? Oh, yeah. He was on. And, and he, he did a good of, job of that. Yeah, he Because like, he's he, a great singer-dancer. And yeah, all. Yeah, I mean, right, he is, right, but right. I don't know. But no one knows him for that, anyway. No. Mm-hmm. But anyway. I think the last thing he did on Broadway was... Uh, Williams, Roger, I, yeah, I don't know something. Any other movies you've seen? Um, you didn't see Up, not yet. No, desperately want to see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. What, other one, about what it. other one? Did you, did you see um, Land of the Lost? 
No, I heard it bombed. I heard it tanked really bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Star Trek, but we talked about Star Trek because we saw it. To, did we, did we didn't see oh, that? we did. Yeah. No, we didn't see that together. We did not, but you saw it. But I saw it. I was leaving yeah, from... You were leaving Wolverine when you saw it. And you were coming seeing... Didn't we pass it? Yeah, we passed it. We were, we were coming to see it. Yeah. We'll talk about Star Trek. Oh, well, that was... your opinion. That was phenomenal. It was extraordinary. Did you only see it once? I've only seen it once. Because I was, people have rewatched that thing five or six times now. Re- well, I'm, t- I'm telling you, it, I, I am a closet truckie. I've, I've seen all the series, except the most recent one, Enterprise. I've not watched that. But other than that, um, now I am a huge Next Generation. That's probably my favorite of all the series. But still, this one and its accurateness to the original series was fairly impressive. With with the desire to not be closely tied to the original, right? So giving still, it, giving the series a fresh start. Still, the 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 character, the actors who were chosen for the characters were phenomenal. Like it is a good cast. If they can keep that cast going in future movies, it's going to be tight. Like I loved Spock, love, and I oh, loved his relationship with Uhura. Phenomenal. Yeah. Like that was incredible. Yeah, I, lo- I loved it. I, I didn't loved think. It. I did not think there was a single character was miscast. No, I not everyone. No. Yeah, it was. I love Scotty. I love Chekhov. I love. Yeah, <laughs> a, and a beautifully done. And to know, you know, it is hard to do a time traveling movie. Yeah, and make it not be hokey. Yep, and this one was absolutely yeah. perfect. And like, plus, you still have old Spock in the universe. Yes. That's phenomenal. <laughs> and, you know, but, really, at any time, if they wanted to, I know people are going to hate it. People, like, had problems with Spock being there, old Spock being there. But, right. It, but it at any time, nice. if they really wanted to bring any of the other characters, that oh. they could. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We love nice. this. We love nice. This. Oh, yeah. The the twist with killing Kirk's father was beautiful. The introduction of Captain Pike, who, like, if you, I mean, you've seen the old series. Yeah. No, Captain not. Pi- Captain Pike was the previous captain of the Enterprise prior to... And actually, and I, he, according to Miles, was in the very original, original yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, the pilot called The Cage, I think it was. Yes. And he's in a wheelchair. Like, he's... Yeah, it's... So notice the so, homage, paying homage to that? Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> just, really. Yeah. Abrams is really did a bang-up job with that. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's like it's, number 50 or 60 of America's top 100 movies. Well, it's been in the top five since it opened. I know. Yeah, it's it is. It's it, going to be. It, it'll probably make. It'll probably hit at yeah, least the, the bottom end of the top one hundred films worldwide. It is top notch. Really is. Really is. Just good casting. Good the special effects. The the sounds on the ship. Do you think the, it? Will, do you think it will uh, be the movie this year? Are well, we, we have a lot coming up. Will Transformers beat it? I don't think Harry Potter will beat it. I, I don't either. I, I don't either. But uh, Transformers. This is my this is my fear of Transformers. I am excited. It's coming out in a couple of weeks, and I'm very excited. My fear is that they're they're going to have too many Transformers in it. You're not going to be able to keep track of them all. You're not going to be able to keep track of who's on whose side. Will there be a rewatchability to Transformers that that Star Trek had? Mm, they're probably mm, there was with the first one. Remember the first Transformers I saw in the theaters three times. Right. That was and it, and and when I bought the DVD of that, there was a period where I was watching it over and over again. Right. I hope there is. Right. So right. we'll see. Right. I don't. I don't know. Megan Fox is pretty hot. GI Joe. 
I am excited about that because I, I grew up with you. I grew yeah, I grew up with GI Joe. Yeah, I'm excited. Snake Eyes was my favorite. I think that's probably it. I don't have a lot more than I'm looking forward to right now. Potter, I'm kind of looking forward to it. Yeah. I mean, that was supposed to come out last November, and it's coming out, you know, yeah. just now. So I'm excited about that. Um, what else? I haven't seen Angels and Demons yet. I'm kind of. I would like to see. People are saying it's that. better than Da Vinci Code. Yeah, that's what I heard, and I heard it's yeah, a pretty. Yeah. So I want to see that. Yeah, I'm, I'm mildly interested in that. Yeah. I mean, I'm only interested in it because people like my one friend called me and is like you need to see it because I have questions I need to ask you and I if you don't see it I can't ask you the questions right right so I, was like, I was like okay I'll try I'll do my best maybe when it comes to Kendig and it's two bucks or whatever yeah um, what else is coming out this summer there's some other stuff coming out I think the next movie I'll see is probably Transformers in theaters yeah that'll be the next one and I don't know if I will see another movie maybe G.I. Joe I think that's August yeah, that's August, so that's, you have some time. Potter is July. Yeah, I will not see Potter. Yeah, you know, here's the reason why. Yeah. I went and watched the very first movie in the theater and enjoyed it. Yeah. But I've not seen any of the others. Really? Yeah. I saw Goblins of Fire in IMAX, and that was pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But Order of Phoenix, I just saw regular in the regular theater. It was pretty good. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited about how... Uh, what I'm not excited about Half-Blood Prince is I have never read any of the books, and it looks like this story is basically about... Voldemort as a child and I don't I could care less like because like, that's really all the scenes they're showing you in the trailer but apparently somehow it ties to the current battle with Voldemort the evil guy so I don't know it would be interesting to see. so that's about that's about all I'm all I'm into this summer with movies yeah so TV's kind of there's nothing on TV anymore not right now I saw your little twit about um What's his name? Toad being on Heroes. Darth Maul. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Is he going to yeah, be Rick a Park. hero? Or? I don't know, but that's oh, okay. next season. He's Slade the Gal. That'll yeah. be interesting. Kind of. And who was the other one? Katie Slackoff. Who's that? From Battlestar Galactica. Oh, I and I don't, I don't follow that. So don't that's, kind of, that's kind of cool. They need to have a phenomenal comeback because this last season was fairly weak in places. It was, but... I mean, it ended I up really, pretty strong. I, I, I enjoyed this season. Mm. You, this is one. It's not the best. Yeah, you aren't certain you're coming back to it. I am not. You're not. I, I'm not certain I'm coming back to it. I might watch a couple episodes on Hulu. Like I might watch the first couple ones, yeah. and but I'm not. I'm not 100 sure. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I'm I'm excited about Dollhouse and the way it ended. You're not. Well, okay, yeah. The way it, it ended was it good. Was, and it it kind of leads was, into a next. Mm, By the way, Summer Glau. Rain. Summer Glau. Yeah. Dollhouse. <gasps> no, come on. You're pulling my chain. Josh Whedon is talking about bringing her on. <sighs> now, that we don't know. That would suck me in. Oh, my gosh. But you know what? They're talking about giving her a role that's not a psychotic killer role. Well, she's just one of the blanks. She, oh, I don't know if they're making her a blank. Uh, but, uh... Oh, but still, it, doesn't, it really doesn't matter. She's going to be... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, because she doesn't have Terminator anymore. I mean, right, right, it's perfect. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's, uh, at, least, that's at least wow. the talk in uh, Josh. That's what Josh right. uh, said. So. Well, that would really boost the series. That would give it a nice boost for me, anyway. Uh, at least for because the, I, because uh, I think of that. I think Echo is a weak center. Like I don't, I just she just doesn't do. I, I'm not really attached to her. Like she's the focal blank most episodes and. I think he's a I'm attacked guy. to some of the. I'm attacked. Yeah, I'm go attached back. to some of the peripheral characters. Right. Go back one. to Buffy. Yeah. 
Which, by the yeah, way, yeah, the pr- uh, I know. You, you, time you, out, time you, out, you time out, time out. Go ahead. Uh, I am my favorite character on on Dollhouse is um, Langdon, the black guy. The Australian blonde hair girl is one. The one blank. What's her name? I forget. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. And the, and the FBI guy. I like the FBI right, storyline. Right. Which, that's by the way, you like, and I like the way they brought him in. Well, that's, yeah, interesting. That'll be interesting. Talk so. about another Buffy. We okay, another Buffy movie? Yes, another Buffy movie. Wow, it's fantastic. Yeah, without any of the original cast. It's a reboot. So, okay. With the same director who directed it, but no Joss. Oh. So what yeah. does that mean? It's, well, it'll be interesting. It'll be yeah, interesting. I don't know. Yeah. Do you you watch Buffy, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> you thought she was hot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good story. Uh, um, what was I going to say? Do you remember the original Buffy movie? It had Luke Perry in it. And it did not have the original Buffy. No, no. It didn't have anyone from the cast in it. that was in the series. But yeah. Wow, new Buffy movie. Well, Anybody? they're just, you know, they're just going off the whole vampire. Oh, it's a perfect, perfect time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not that long. And I mean, it was just so much. Like I just saw on, uh, I don't know if it's this, one of the channels, CW or something. They're going to have the Vampire Diaries or something like that. Yeah, uh, it's actually network television story. Is it okay? Yeah. No. yeah. So they're just kind of bouncing up. <laughs> Another tangent. I also saw they're they're like it wasn't bad enough. They're bringing back nine hundred two and zero. Now they're bringing back Melrose Place. An updated version of Melrose Place. I'm like, wow. They're bringing back 90210. They already did. It had a first series. It, first season was this past season. It was, did you do well? I don't know. I, did, I watched maybe one episode. And I'm kind of interested in Human it. Target. Was that a DC or Marvel comic? Human Target? Yeah. Did you ever hear of it? No, is it going to be a movie? No, it's a TV series. I don't it was know. It was the guy that played John Scott in Fringe. Huh? Yeah, he's playing. It guy, sounds yeah. DC. I'm not sure. Might be DC. Yeah, because uh, but uh, that's going to be appearing. And the other one I'm interested in is, um, V. Uh, I'm not excited about that though. Yeah, but do you know who's playing the lead alien? Oh God, no. who? The companion. <gasps> Firefly. Shut it. <laughs> oh, See, they, they, suck they, me they, in. The, the head of the Ori. Come on, you know you're going to watch. Oh yeah. Wow. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> I'm not gonna get Damn it. you, ABC. I'm not, I'm not gonna get any studying done. <laughs> Damn you, ABC. In the middle, in the middle of liturgy, yeah. you'll find yourself being distracted and writing it in the middle of liturgy. <laughs> like, and they came from Augustine. outer space and offered peace. <laughs> Augustine or Hulu? <laughs> <laughs> Can I do both? Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I, 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 So, I don't know. Wow. Mildly uh, interested. Eh. And I'm in a, so whatever. I'm only, the only thing I'm excited about for this fall is the return of Fringe. Yeah. Fringe will be good, and... That's my new X-Files. And Dollhouse, maybe. Mm, we'll see. If they bring Summer. Yeah. But but Fringe is my new X-Files. Like, when I was... I mean, I was... It's good. Well, I, actually, though, I didn't really watch X-Files to the end. I... When Mulder lost faith, so did I. Fringe is uh, good. Yeah. Was, yeah. That ending was... <laughs> was it not and that I, bad? When he was looking at the tombstone, I was like, "Peter's dead. Peter, Peter's not dead. Peter, <gasps> Peter's from the other dimension." <laughs> but here's my question about it: He doesn't remember anything before he was six. What yeah. does that say? That doesn't He's, say parallel universe. That says 
created, cloned. No, no, it else. means that he went. No, I don't. Why would you? I don't, know, I don't, I don't know. Look, I don't know. Right. The truth is that ZFT has so much technology they're lying about, and Massive Dynamic does as well. Massive Dynamic is living in both dimensions. That's. The best thing apart is that Spock's in there. Come oh on. my god! That's <laughs> yeah, that fact that he's Bell is pretty impressive. Oh man! But yeah, it's. Wow, I just wish he had man. more lines. Such a great series. It's it, yeah, it was great from beginning to end. Yeah, that that trio is phenomenal. That woman and Peter and Walter. the kid and the dad. Oh, Walter is just. If he doesn't win an Emmy for you that know, role, the, that's the whim, absolutely the, serious. Olivia really takes a while to grow. Yeah, when she you watch grew, her, she grew on me. I was not. She standoffish when uh, the first season first started. I wasn't quite sure, but she's she's. But when at the end, the end when Walter was sitting in that diner and he was crying, like I was practically crying along with him. Like I felt so bad. Like that was such. A she good, really laid into. Him. Yeah. Oh. I see. Part of me said, like, "Where's that coming from?" Emmy, Emmy, Emmy. <laughs> they won't win Emmy. He There's is. no category. It's drama, but so great. Yeah, that was such a good job. Well, and, and it's, you know, he did a great job as, uh, the, in Lord of the Rings, too. So, yeah, so in 90210, boy, his son. Was he in 90210? Uh, oh, Dawson's what, Creek. He was Dawson's Creek. Right. Might as well been, okay, 90210, same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the only difference was that Dawson's Creek gang used vocabulary that was, like, coming out of Shakespeare's mouth. It was like high school kids speaking Shakespeare was the most like. Have you, did you ever see an episode? It's absolutely hysterical. It's so funny because they're speaking like PhD adults and they're in high school. It's really pathetic. Yeah.